0: All right, good morning, welcome to... We're on in three, two, oh... Whoa. Oh, never mind. (laughs) You didn't even let me do my intro. (laughs) But now that's the intro. Can I go now? Go ahead. Can I go now? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Salty Dog's podcast. I'm Jason Villanueva with The Source Wichita, one of your hosts. And then we've got Casey on the mic, check one. Yes, Two, three. Check four. Five. Yeah, we don't... We haven't rehearsed that one enough to get it on point. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We, need to, we need to do that. There's No. No. no There's only like improvisation the, going yeah, on. I like the improv. Yeah. So we're, so we're here in Wichita, Kansas this morning. Last time we recorded, we were out in El Dorado, Kansas with Senor Sam McVeigh doing Kingdom Living Part 1. And so you guys are listening to Kingdom Living Part 2. And we've got a couple special guests with us here today. We're really excited about this. First quad podcast. It's the first quad pod. Quad pod, the quad pod yeah, squad. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, maybe not squad, but we're kind of a squad. It's the first quad pod squad, and so we've got Mr. Matthew Penner, and we've got Mr. Jason, and I don't have your last name, sir. Give it to us. Regier, Jason Regier. Is that yes. like French
1: or something? That would be Regier. Oh, yeah, Regier cool I'm
0: more, not a, yeah, I'm not German <laughs> <laughs> nice so uh what what I want to do real quick just we're going to give the topic again it's uh, kingdom living I'm sure he's um kingdom living I'm sure he's prefaced you a little bit but I just want to take just a quick moment and have you guys each give me a little bit about who you are and what you do and um and so we're just going to let you do that so we'll start with with Matt Penner Matthew Penner tell us yeah. what you what you do who you are where you're from where you're going
2: yeah, thanks, guys. Good to, to be with you. Um, so uh, I was, am from McPherson, Kansas, went to Tabor College. That's actually where Jason and I met. We're, we're great, great friends at um, Tabor. Tabor and got married, been in Wichita for the last 18 or 19 years, served with World Impact for 17 years. So I have a real heart yeah, for Great them. organization. Let's love yeah, those guys. Time, good. Yep, you guys know them and just loved them and served in the inner city, Planted um, was a part of a team with Darren Boosnitz. There was about five or six of us planted Lighthouse Community Church, and that ended um, in 2007, and um, that church is still going well in Oakland. Jerry Wilhite, a me grad, is taking over that there with the Mennonite brethren. And so then the last um, six, seven years served with, um, just did a lot of different roles with World Impact. Um, but then in the last couple of years, the Lord really stirred in my heart for prayer and revival and, and that connected with Sam and the prayer movement and really felt a year ago God calling us out. So we're with Disciple Nations now and just have a real heart for still really the nations and the poor, but really in discipling. And, um, the Love pro- those guys too. Yep. And you guys maybe know them a little bit, right? Yeah. And yeah. so anyways, we're, we're with them and just stirred for, for prayer what God's doing in this city. Cool.
0: Nice. And let me just interject. Matthew Penner is uh, really a, a spiritual mentor and a discipler. To our family, my wife, my son, and my daughter. And so we we just love him. And so it's special to have him on.
2: Amen.
3: Penner's the best. The
0: best. Yeah. That sounds like a good t shirt or a book title. (laughs) Is that a hashtag?
1: Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah, but then then there's no, never mind. Because it would be Pen and Teller. So (laughs) Penner. A mixture of the two. All right, Casey, finish your coffee. (laughs) I think I did already.
0: Jason, your turn, buddy.
3: All right. Hey, my name's Jason Jason uh, I Live in Kansas City area, Olathe to be exact. Um, I am a worship and student pastor. Done that for almost eight years, full time. And uh, yeah, new painter and tabor. Um, and uh, so, yeah, just loving life. I got a uh, been married almost eighteen years, and uh, got two little ones. Got a six year old and almost a two year old. Sweet.
0: So. Fun times at the ReGear household. Good times for sure. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you guys. Well, let's let's dive in, man. So, we uh, if you listen to Kingdom Living Part One, we spent some time with Sam McVeigh and we touched on uh, the Kingdom of God and we talked a little bit about Kingdom Order and just as being the church, you know, establishing Kingdom Order and getting things. You know, Paul talks about the body of Christ. Each part functions um, the way it's supposed to function. It does its part. We're real big on rolls and calls, giftings, and all that fun stuff. But um, really, what it boiled down to was uh, we were asking a question: Well, how do we uh, how do how do we step into kingdom living? What does that look like for us? And so, Matt, I know that having spoken with you about this topic before, you brought up um, this this uh, story where Jesus is telling his disciples to beware of some yeast. And so kind of give us a little bit about that. Tell us a story yep. and maybe what your thoughts are on that and how that ties into the kingdom.
2: Yeah, and so for me, it really, you know, Sam did a great job, you know, talking about the kingdom, the roles and the authority. And so, you know, this key phrase I first start with in Matthew 6.33, Jesus says what? To seek first what? The kingdom, the kingdom of God. He's not saying seek first you, seek first you know, church or ministry, he really, it's the kingdom of God. And when, you know, you look at Jesus, he just, he taught on the kingdom. Everything was about the kingdom of God, about Always. his reign and rule. But what I'm also, it's interesting, he he demonstrated the kingdom, right? With mm-hmm. signs and wonders. Yep. And so it was like, here, I'm the king, the kingdom's here, but here's the evidence of the kingdom, right? Yeah. And yeah. so anyway, so, was, you know, he he brought this new reign and rule, um, and it just a quick t- um, we watched Ben Hur yesterday for uh, on Good Friday. Have you guys seen that? The new Ben Hur and it was just oh, interesting. It's a new one. It's there's a new one. And and just a quick side, it was really interesting. They just it was this story paralleling the story of Christ and just the Roman government that was taking over and <clears throat> just thinking about that. And it was just like, yeah, when Jesus is talking about the kingdom. Yeah, they're, the Jews are wanting one thing, right? They're wanting to get rid of these guys, mm, right? Yeah. And yet Jesus was here, he's healing, he's walking in humility, um, talking about this. And,
0: and he's engaging that government, right? Yep. The, the soldiers. Yep. And he's, I mean, he's healing, he's loving. Yep. 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 Yeah,
2: and so just was a yeah such an upside the upside down kingdom. I love that mm-hmm. phrase. So, anyways, that's what Jesus is here to do. And then we know he he says, "You will do greater things than these." In Matthew twenty-eight, it's the commission, right? Go and make disciples just, yeah. and release the kingdom. But I think there's this this phrase that I'd love to just get your guys' thoughts. We've talked, you know, Jason some, but Jesus obviously is giving teaching um, about the kingdom. And so Mark eight. Um, he, the disciples, they had um, Jesus had just fed the five thousand. Again, if we're thinking about the kingdom, Jesus is talking about the reign and rule of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. The very thing we know—the Lord's Prayer: "Your will be done on earth, earth right yep. as it is in heaven." And so, in that, it's there's the the realm, that reality of heaven. And so, Jesus just feeds the four thousand, right? In this, and 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 I love when you say kingdom math is what I only need a little bit. <laughs> and Jesus can multiply, right? right? Yeah. yeah, with kingdom, and so it's a different way. So what I'm going to get now is a different way of thinking in the kingdom of God. And so they heal, or not, sorry, a heal, but they they feed. And then here in verse 14. Um, Jesus, or the disciples, they say, the disciples had forgotten to bring bread. So here they are, they're on this boat, and they're forgotten. They're back to natural thinking. See, Jesus is teaching yeah. here because kingdom thinking is what? Setting my mind mm-hmm. on the things, things abo- above, on the reality of this kingdom. Right. There's no limits, right? And so they're already saying, hey, we forgot bread, we don't have something to eat, and so Jesus, again, in the Spirit, is he lays out this simple teaching. He says, be careful, Jesus warned, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. And so then they discuss this. So they're already, do we not have bread? Is he, you know, he's mad at us? Um, and he, he says, why are you still talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Have your hearts Hardened, do you have eyes but fail to see, and your ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember when I broke the what? So five loaves, Mm -hmm. and then for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? So when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketful of pieces did you pick up? So there was an. There was even more. And he says, do you not understand? So here's what mm-hmm. Jesus is laying out. He's talking about the kingdom. They're still focused on the natural, right? Mm-hmm. They're focused on that. Jesus is now talking about this yeast. And what the yeast represents is thinking, okay? Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. the kingdom, again, he's saying, be rooted. in the kingdom, he says, watch out for the yeast. The yeast would have been a common thing, right? The Jews would have known. We're in Passover. Yeah. They would have known that there's certain times where we don't have yeast in our bread. So Jesus is using a very common thing for them. And that yeast, we just know a little bit, affects... The whole bread, yeah. and so Jesus said, "Hey, so watch out for this yeast. Watch out for something that's going to come into the kingdom." And he says two things. He says the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. Well, that would have been a big that would have spoke to them. So, what is the Pharisees? I'm going to say just too quickly, and then I'll let you guys jump in. I think what Jesus is saying is watching out for the yeast of Pharisees, which is religious, mm-hmm. religious thinking. And then Herod is political thinking. Mm. It's power. So both of these entities, religion and power, government, Mm. are there's a source of control. And Jesus is saying, as you guys, as disciples, go out in the kingdom, those two things, religious people are going to want to try to control you. And then political is going to try to control you as well. And you're from a different place now. You're in the kingdom. I want you to seek first this kingdom, this reality, and you need to watch out because the yeast is going to try to creep in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's going to try to keep in the church, political thinking and religious thinking, which is control. It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, I'll lay that out and see what you guys think there. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so much to say, right that just went deep yeah. fast, wow,
0: that yeah, yeah, you really pour, put some yeast into this podcast, well, yeah and, <laughs> my goodness yeah it
1: 's about to leaven the whole lump uh, we and you know what 's interesting you know we 're talking about the yeast of the Pharisees, but over here in Matthew thirteen. I literally just opened, he's talking about, uh, he's using a parable of the yeast for the kingdom as well. Which, and he's, um, It's 1331 is where he starts the parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field, though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. And he told them still another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into, a, uh, into 60 pounds of flour until it worked through the dough. So I think you're. Mm. I completely agree with what you're talking about. Our mindset is is what you know. What where your mind is focused and sat on is what you know is going to multiply in your life. And also, you know, religion, um, yes, control, and and but they're both a stro- they're both struggling for power. The Pharisees wanted power, they and as well, right. in the in that in that community, and you know, the political sphere as well. And I think it's <clears throat> it's unfortunate. You know Sam had mentioned this last podcast, but it is inc- incredibly unfortunate how much we identify in our politics being Christians rather than just praying for the, <laughs> rather than just praying yeah. for the people that are already allotted for those slots we're trying to go in and change things when I understand. You know, and I don't want to be careful with the way I say that. I understand that some people are called to that, but I think that when we start identifying ourselves as, you know, the, the fact that yeah. the fact that Christians yeah. are are you know synonymous with a political party yeah. to me is is suggests some sort of exactly what we're some talking would, about here. Some
0: would say that they're synonymous, but that's not always the case. For,
1: by but, and by, for for the most part for if, the, if, most if part. the world thinks of a christian in terms of politics they're going to think republican they're going to think right wing because they're going to think conservative exactly yeah. exactly and, I, and that to me is unfortunate not because i just think that us being identified with within in the world
0: sense of <laughs> some sort of political yeah. parties is just i don't know I don't well know. the the entire purpose well not the entire purpose but one of the purposes of the kingdom And I believe this is part of the reason that that God gave the law was to completely identify identify his people as set apart and different. I mean, they did all sorts of things through the law that made them very, very different. And, you know. A lot of people like to dig into Leviticus, the Levitical law, because then there's all of these little things like, well, don't wear multiple, you know, kinds of fabric and, you know, we don't eat pig and that kind of stuff. But really what the Lord was doing was one, he was instilling the law and saying, well, you want to know what's good? I'll show you what's good to the T, but also I'm creating a people that's going to be completely and totally set apart. And so Jesus then is coming and saying, watch out for this yeast so that it doesn't change the way the bread looks,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because it will. I mean, a flat it's piece. Creep in. Yeah, a flat piece of a flat bread looks very different from a big sourdough loaf, and so I think it's even the the looking different. And so, the way that the church, and the way that we engage ourselves in in politics, um, I mean, it's real. We have to be careful because it's really going to say a lot about us. And it really could change the image of what we look like as the church, depending on how deep, how far, and how much of that yeast we allow to come work through. Something I thought about was, you know, Jesus saying, beware the yeast of the Pharisees, beware the yeast of Herod. But it just kind of made me think of this phrase, like what about the yeast of the kingdom? Like the kingdom is like the woman who worked the yeast through the dough. And so essentially for us in kingdom living – as the kingdom is supposed to to invade, the Holy Spirit will come in and begin to work through our lives, so that the our entire being, mind, body, spirit, is affected by the kingdom. Only and only by kingdom.
1: Only, i.e., you know, set your mind on things above. Yep. I love that verse. You know, Colossians. Uh, and how do you you know not become part of this world by putting on the mind of Christ? You know. Uh, <clears throat> don't you know don't be conformed but the renewal of your mind you know yeah. is what is what so if you if your mind is renewed and your mind is on only kingdom then you're not going to be worried about this other stuff yeah. because that stuff in in a sense is petty con- concerning the true reality the true no, reality which is the kingdom because that is what matters and so when we get distracted by these things i think it just i think it just keeps perpetuating into into a cycle in our lives especially with religion yeah that's good
3: well, especially when, you know, kingdom living, you know, Matthew six thirty three. <clears throat> when the kingdom of God is really first place, when it's the one thing, uh, I just believe that everything finds its place exactly. when the kingdom, which essentially, if we're going to zero in on it, is Jesus, it's the person and work of Jesus, I believe, and it's just, if we zero in on the person and work of Jesus, everything finds its place in our right. lives, and whether it's political, whether it's power. I mean, everything else finds its place in the right place um, when we're doing that because every behavior that we're doing is coming from internally what we're thinking and what we're believing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when it becomes kingdom-saturated, then the natural outcome becomes, yep. you know, biblical. Yeah. It becomes the way that Jesus walked. It becomes Rather than asking what did jesus do i mean that's a great question but we're always focused on behavior let's go back to the heart stuff which is kingdom stuff yeah and you know i think
2: um in my own journey you know so four years ago when the holy spirit kind of really woke up this desire to see the kingdom break in Mm -hmm. but one of the big passions i have is for signs and wonders i want to see kingdom power hit the streets right and people touched and delivered but you know, I'd often talk with my buddy Ryan Carter at um, World Impact, and we just have had many discussions on this discussion on this topic, the kingdom. And the thing that I think as I grew is like I, I want everybody to pursue signs and wonders, right? Miracles. Um, well, that's just one part of the kingdom, yeah. right? right? And and somebody else might be pursuing kingdom justice, right? Trying to get... And I realize is it's easy to get people to convince your deal. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. even though that's a kingdom deal, and what I realized, what I love what you said, Regier, is that if I get the kingdom... I get everything. Right. Like I have signs and wonders. I have justice. Everything is made right in the kingdom of God. I don't have to argue people. It's because it's the kingdom. It's right. really kingdom living and thinking. Versus, I don't have to fight you because Casey, you have one view, and I, if I'm truly kingdom, there's there's a way to. to it works, use. Yeah,
1: it connects. It connects and it integrates. You know, and that was another. That's another thing that. Um, I'm passionate about as well. Everybody has a specific role in yeah. a kingdom, you know what I mean? In, in and if we're looking just f- through history and everything else in a kingdom, everybody has a role, a part to play in that kingdom itself. Yeah. And so it's not all... Well, think like me and right. be like me, so that the kingdom can come. It's like no, you find you find yourself in that kingdom. You find it. You find your role, and you have a part to play for the bigger picture. Yeah. You know, and bringing and every everybody is manifesting the kingdom in a different way. I believe that. You know, signs and wonders, things like that. Yeah, there those are great, and we and that that's I, I love that kind of stuff. You know, but for them and but also we need to keep, take into consideration that we are all manifesting a different aspect of the Amen. kingdom through ourselves because were individuals that's right
0: yeah that's why it's so important that's why identity is such a huge big thing for me matt i wanted to um i wanted to read something in uh, conjunction with what you were saying that you know you have you want to see the kingdom you said you want to see the kingdom break in that was such a powerful i mean i just had this image of this you know something coming out of the sky and just kind of You know, you you see these movies where there are big UFOs coming out, you know, and it's just this big, huge presence and everybody sees it and they see it all around the world and, you know, they're watching and it completely shifts. This is a movie, obviously, but it just makes me think about the kingdom of God breaking in and completely changing the the landscape, the mentality, um, the principles, everything that's going on. It's such a big deal. So that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, we see this instance, Paul, he's preaching to the Corinthians and he shows up and he, he, he says, I'm just going to focus on Jesus Christ, right? He said, the kingdom is the person, and the work of Jesus. Um, and then he says, I'll build my church. And so establishing the people of his kingdom, he do, he does that. But Paul says, I'm going to focus on Christ and this message of the gospel and he says, I'm, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not trying to make it sound good. I'm not trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about through the eyes of man Damn. because obviously we sound foolish <clears throat> talking to people. I had a guy one time, and I'll try and come back to my point so I don't get on so much of a tangent, but I had a guy uh, one time I was sitting down at um, this taco shop up on 21st and Amidon and uh, just right around the corner from where I live. And so we're sitting there, we're having which is
2: the best tacos in Wichita. Can I add it, that? It,
0: Where? Well, he's t- he's talking about <laughs> he's talking about Lorena. Uh, are you talking about Lorena? Or you're not. I'm, I'm talking about another place. Oh, I'm sorry, but Matthew. Wow, i I just
2: but, wanted to give a shout out yeah, to Lorena. Matthew, just, right I'm now. talking about Lorena. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am too. I they are the best tacos out. in Wichita. So
0: if you've not had Lorena, he should I have definitely no, take you. It. It's it's no. one of the one of the best. Sorry about that. But I just to give them a Free no, we, advertisement. Yeah, we could. T- I, we'll, we can do another bot- podcast after this about best food in Wichita, and <laughs> bring it. We'd spend about two be hours on that, one. and debate. I'd have to call my wife. She'd be upset if I had that conversation without <laughs> her because she has a strong opinion.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah,
0: Kim, I love you and your opinion. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting at this taco shop, and we're we're talking about. It's right before we were going to a Toomey class. And so we're sitting there and we're talking about the Lord and, you know, I'm, I'm saying Jesus, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going after it. I mean, I'm passionate about the conversation I'm having with my buddy, Nick, and this guy is sitting next to us and he's like, Hey, can I ask you guys a question? What, what do you believe? Like, what religion are you or whatever? And I was like, well, we're Christian. We believe in Jesus. And he's like, well, well, what do you believe though? And so I started to give him the gospel and, and he's like, okay, yeah, that that's, he said, I've heard enough. <laughs> and, and he, he says, he says, so let me ask you a question. And so then he begins to like, um, kind of, I don't know how you would say it, almost tell the story of the Bible, but like in a very kid's fairy tale manner. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so you believe that a snake literally spoke to people in a garden. And you really believe that there was a boat that had two of it. And he just started to like really downplay this and he was just kind of speaking into, and, and so anyways, he presented everything just as like, really, he made it sound foolish the way that he was giving the sentence. And I looked at him and I was just like, yeah, we believe that, you know? And so anyways, Coming and trying to convince people of the kingdom, convincing people of the gospel, it sounds foolish. So we can't do it with the wisdom of man, right? No. But what Paul says then to bring it back is I came with the the, the power of the spirit, the demonstration of power. And so that might not always be manifest through through signs and wonders, but Something that I would say is that to one of the greatest signs and wonders of the Lord being alive and present, in His kingdom coming, is the radical transformation of a man's yeah, heart absolutely. from evil and and broken. To joyful and righteous man,
1: and I, yeah. you know, and I've That's had good. so many conversations with people like, and, and you know, everybody wants to throw around, oh, I'm a Christian, you know what I mean? But come to find out when you start talking to them a little bit deeper, they don't, they have a, a huge misunderstanding. Like, I was just having a conversation the other night with a good friend of mine, and he was like, oh, yeah, man, you know, yeah, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. I was like, really? I didn't know that, you know what I mean? And we started talking, and then he was like, yeah, but God's just absent from our lives, He doesn't care, He gave us free will, and now He's just kind of sitting back. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, <laughs> I said, bro, you can't say that you're believing in Jesus and saying that he's not invested in our lives. You go, well, he's not, man. Yeah, I can absolutely say that, man. And I was like, no. Otherwise, what was the point of Jesus coming right. to the earth? He's not invested in our You know, so we have this this huge disparity, I think, and people have a real lack of understanding. And I think that that's partly because of the yeast of Pharisees and the yeast of, you know, Herod or politics inside the Christian religion, man. We've done a very poor job of, of making sure that the yeast that we're using is kingdom yeast and not. You know, yeasts of other sorts, and it's affecting people on a very large scale. Especially, you know, uh, it, like I said, people that have just a, a really—they don't really know what they're talking. And it may, it doesn't make sense to anybody, it, and it shouldn't, you know. But I've had conversations where I literally am talking to these people about, you know, just giving a testimony, and they're like, "Well, yeah, but you did that yourself because my life had taken a radical turn." And I was like, "Man, let me tell you, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't have. There's no way that where I'm at now, yeah. even from two years ago, you would not recognize." the difference, That's and it good. wasn't anything that I ever said, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to turn my life around. It was like watching God do what he does, you know, and that that means a lot to people sometimes when you just start telling them, look, it was, you know, I just, I just, it just kind of dissipated. Well, when did you stop drugs? Uh, I can't remember, really, <laughs> because it would just kind of, it ever so slightly, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, I stopped. Yeah, you know? and
0: I, we, Casey and I had this conversation one day, we were talking about how it's really interesting that it, no... <sighs> In my struggle with sin and different things, there have been many times where I've I've prayed and cried out to the Lord and and um, and there's been multiple times where I've like tried to with my words establish like all right Lord on April fourteenth you know twenty seventeen at ten thirty a.m. I've repented of this sin (laughs) from this moment forward. And, you know, and then the next day it's like, here I am struggling with the same thing, but what, what I can, what I can say now about certain things that I've prayed about in that regard, I look at my life now and I just have seen those things fall off rather than there being this decision. So that's, that's the power of God. It's not the power of man making change, but it's the power of God. It's the kingdom breaking in on someone's life. So, do you have something to say? Yeah, yeah, just
3: we get it's so easy to default to the five physical senses and live in a natural mm. kind of realm. Yeah. And when we do, it's so easy to despair, to get discouraged, which is the opposite of really kingdom living. Anytime we despair, there's a disconnect somewhere that we're not believing. Yeah. And because the result of believing uh, it says in romans fifteen thirteen that the God of hope will fill you with joy and peace so, yeah. in believing, mm-hmm. and you'll bubble over with this this power of hope by the power of the Holy spirit, so I love um um even in uh, romans uh, fourteen seventeen where it says the kingdom of God is not a matter of what you put in your stomach mm-hmm. it's not a matter of, uh, in the message version for goodness' sake. It, it's what God does with your life as He sets it right, puts mm. it together, and completes it with joy. Mm. So I think joy, if I can, I've just been studying it this week. Joy is one of those evidences of the kingdom. I think so too. On the outside, like joy, um, in which I would dis- describe as like it's like a, it's gladness, it's strength in the soul mm. by the power of the Holy Spirit when you're believing yeah when you are literally in faith you know and faith is faith you know people say well like you're saying with the the gentleman that you were talking to it's like it all kind of is this fairy tale but faith is not i see it out here it's i see it in here mm-hmm. in the heart i got it right here in the heart and but it's not yet out here it's, it's the, hope it's hope yeah, it's the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. It's the substance of things hoped for. Right. And so I got it in here in my heart, but right. I don't see it quite yet out there.
1: And I and that's you know, mm-hmm. that's interesting too, because what did Paul say, man, always mm-hmm. be ready to give account for the hope that is in you and so i think it is hope in a christian man's life that sets us apart from the world because i know a lot of people man and although they are happy or whatever for the most part you know because of you know existential or whatever circumstance that they're in but for the most part i've had more people ask me why i'm different because of the hope that is in me, rather than oh you're a christian well why don't you tell me a little bit about that it's like man What's different about you, and why do you have that in you? Brother, let me tell you, man. Like, you yeah. know, there's hope, man. And yeah. so I, I agree with you, man, like completely. You can see it. Like,
3: it, they, people should see it on our faces, yeah. right? If we walk around with a, a grumpy face all the time, I've been a Christian for 10 years. Yeah. And,
1: well, it doesn't look <laughs> wow, like it. no. Yeah. You need to tell your face. You need yeah. to tell
3: your face the gospel.
1: Man, maybe we need to buff up on some hope in our lives. Yeah, you know, what I mean, man, why don't you polish that off for a little? You know, like, just, just give a little, get a little dust off on your hope, man. Like, realize where your hope's at. Where is my yeah. the, the kingdom coming? Yes, and it is coming. And then my, that future day when it is come and for real come and like destroyed yeah. absolutely everything else. And you know, we have that hope, and we have that hope in Christ, man. And so, it's good, Matt. It, Matt, it just made
0: me. It just made me think of something. So you're talking about living by faith not by sight that's obviously a kingdom principle we yeah. it's not by what we see and you know we've got these we've got these senses right these five senses that are part of our body and those five senses inform our soul and so then we live and move by what we're feeling experiencing and seeing but then you've got the existential aspect of the holy spirit that is apart from mind and body, but informs us. And then it breaks through to, to move us and it affects our mind, will, and emotions. And I really liked what you said about, um, I wrote it down. So you now, you know, it's real. It's (laughs) for it is written. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's in my notes folder with 500 other things that people have said that I liked. (laughs) And, um, I'm just kidding. I really did like that. It says strength, you get strength in your soul by the power of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think that statement is so much deeper than you even even realize because, you know, we do need to find strength for our soul, but it needs to come from the spirit. It needs to not come from anything else, from any kind of knowledge or, you know, there there are many times where I'm really um, excited about doing better. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I hear some sermons, and I feel like when I leave that place, man, I got this. Yeah, I can do this. I can do these three. I can change these three things about my life. I can have my
1: best life now.
3: Yeah, Casey, and that lasts three days.
0: (laughs) In the last three days, and then it. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, there's this, um, there's this mentality of, of. Living by faith rather living by sight, and I think it's easy through our all of our five senses to to live by sight. I mean, this cup is real, this table's real. You know, yeah. I'm snapping like yeah. that. It, it's this de- is,
3: it's default mode. Yeah, yeah it's, it's default
0: just... mode. But I think what kind of what Jesus might have been saying when he was talking about not allowing the yeast of the Pharisees, the yeast of Herod, is that you know as Christians we want the kingdom to come. Mm-hmm. Like Matt, do you want the kingdom to come? Yep. God, come please. Yep. Lead your people, Jesus. Ride in on the white horse. Like, k- yes. Let, let's just... With a tattooed leg and everything. Let's just have you know. <laughs> the the final day be here where our Savior rides right, in. let's go and, home. God, you know, I just long for that. Mm-hmm. But what can happen, though... And this, it's easy for those of us who live by faith and not by sight to try and cite things into reality, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like, I'm going to try and make bring this into reality rather than allowing the Lord to do it. And so where's my hope? Where is my faith? Where is my trust? And so Jesus was saying, beware the yeast of the Pharisees. Well, the Pharisees, they thought they really knew what the kingdom was like because they had the law. Mm-hmm. And so they were instituting the law as best as they could. And they were really ramming the law into the, to the Jewish people so much so that it was a yoke of bondage for yeah. the people. Right. Mm. And so I think there's some people who are really, really sincere in wanting the kingdom of God to be manifest on earth, but
1: they're burdening, people.
0: but they're burdening people with the ways of the kingdom rather than allowing the kingdom to break through. So that's that yeast that I'm going to take on. I'm going to do the best that I can to get everybody around me to live like they're holy. Mm, That's a yeast of the Pharisees on the flip side. Then you've got, or on the other side, you've got the yeast of Herod and that's just power. Mm. And so what did Constantine do? I decree this nation, a Christian nation. And so some people Want the United States of America to be yeah. a Christian nation by government, mm-hmm. and they're gonna do everything that they can to try and get laws in it. You can't you you can't legislate morality. No, you can't. You know what I mean? And so there's these people that are advocating and they're saying, well, we need to be a godly nation, and so we're gonna do everything that we can to implement these laws. Now there's a difference, and I that one of the questions that I had in thinking about this before was. You know, where's the, where's the line between advocacy and yeast mm. of Herod, Dang. right? Because you can advocate for Christian values to your government, but I think maybe it goes back to the heart issue. Like, am I doing my part to make disciples, to be a disciple, to love my family, to have the kingdom break into my life first and then break into my home and then break into my community? Or am I trying to skip all that and go from the top down? Rather from the bottom up. Does that make sense? We
2: can't legislate the heart, can we? Mm-mm. There's no amount of laws that are going to change the human heart. And so I think what no. you're saying, Jason, um, yeah, is that if my heart is rooted in the kingdom, there's going to be real evidence of that. Joy, yeah. faith, you know, the fruits of the Spirit. Sure. And I think, but if I, my heart's rooted in law or rooted in the natural, then it's going to be reflected, don't you think, Jason? Mm-hmm. And so then I'm, um, I'm going to try to use power i'm going to try to use the flesh to try to bring real change real effort right which it really is amazing what the humans can do i mean that god's given us again back to genesis 1 this ability to to subdue and rule so there's something in us to bring real change and rule but we've got to learn it comes through being submitted to the kingdom of god
0: and it happens by love think Think about about your kids
2: yep that's right
0: think about the yeast of the pharisees towards your children
2: Right.
3: right, the powering up control thing with kids. Please don't do this. <laughs> don't do that. Do it. I mean, it never works. I can't with my six-year-old daughter. If unless I come connecting and in relationship and in love, she's not hearing what I'm saying. You know, and there I might get some immediate change in the in, but I'm not getting long-term change. I'm not getting long-term connection. And, yeah. and coming back to even. So often Christianity, I think, is seen as this moral improvement plan, but it's not. We were dead, and now we've been made alive. Christianity's not about bad to good; it's from dead yeah. to alive. Um, and when that that connection of being alive in the Spirit, you know, that power of the Spirit, the power of the hope, the power of those things bubbling in the side of us, then the evidence
1: comes out science and wonders are part of it yeah and you know what i want to read something that uh, this is one of the most profound things i've ever read it was a letter by Tutilian, i think or Tertullian, uh back in ad 197 and it's a description of what he wrote this is his this is his writing a letter to it's it's an epistle a letter uh to diagnotes right but he's he's uh, describing Christians and this is to me is really powerful because this is not a Christian describing Christians. This is an outsider describing what Christian life was like and it says, "Uh, for the Christians are distinguished from other men neither by country nor language nor the customs which they observe. For they neither inhabit cities of their own nor employ a peculiar form of speech nor lead a life which is marked out by any singularity. The course of conduct which they follow has not been devised by any speculation or deliberation of inquisitive men nor do they like some proclaim Themselves as advocates of any merely merely human doctrines, Mm. but inhabiting Greek as well as barbarian cities, according as the lot of each of them has determined in following the customs of of the natives in respect to clothing, food, and rest of their ordinary conduct, they display to us their wonderful and confessedly striking method of life. Now this is where it gets interesting. They dwell in their own countries, but simply as sojourners. As citizens, they share in all things with others and yet endure all things as if foreigners. Every foreign land is to them as their native country, Country, and every land of their birth is as a land of strangers. They marry, as do all others, they beget children, but they do not destroy their offspring. They have a common table, but not a common bed. They are in the flesh, but they do not live after the flesh. They pass their days on earth, but they are they are citizens of heaven. They obey the prescribed laws, and at the time surpass the laws by their life surpass the laws by their lives. They love all men and are persecuted by all. They are unknown and condemned. They are put to death and restored to life. They are poor yet make Many rich; they are in lack of all things, and yet abound in all. They are dishonored, and yet in their very dishonor they are glorified. They are evil; they are evil spoken of, and yet they are justified. They are reviled and blessed. They are insulted and repay with, the insult with honor. They do good, good, yet are punished as evildoers. And when punished, they, rejo- they rejoice as if quickened to the life. They are assailed by the Jews as foreigners, and persecuted by the Greeks. Yet those who hate them are unable to assign any reason for their hatred. To some at all up in one word what the soul is to the body that are Christians in the world I'd love to jump in to give a tangible example of that
2: it's a <laughs> great um, I think it's a great summary what we're talking about so um, you know in the the news Angie and I watched this video yesterday of the um, it was a reporter in Egypt so, you know, Palm Sunday was the bombings of the Coptic yeah, Christians, did, yeah. right? I don't know if you guys saw this video. And so here it is. So you have this reporter. He's kind of just staring. And so then they have a second screen, and, and it's a lady reporter. She's interviewing a, a wife, and, and their kids are around. And, and she's um, just basically in this minute says, you know, I forgive you. Mm. I don't have hate for you bombing. And her husband has just died. So here it is, a few days later, and she's offering forgiveness. So that was powerful in itself. But I, what was interesting was the, the the news guy. He is just staring at it. And then in Arabic, they had English subtitles. He just goes on this rant... Casey, for a minute. Mm -hmm. But in it, the line, he says, I don't know who these are. These guys are of a different substance, Mm -hmm. he said. He said, who are these guys that are forgiving? And he says, they love their country, and yet they've been persecuted. And he just was was blown away by the Egyptian Christians. So I really think your quote, Casey, and we can really learn something. And I think the root of all of this, you all, is fear, right? I've got fear. If I have fear... That I'm going to try to overcompensate my fear by bitterness, by control, by power, mm-hmm. if I don't have the kingdom truly manifested in my heart, right? So I've got fear for my 14-year-old that he's going to do, so I'm trying to control him instead of love and releasing him. And I think, um, I don't know, that just what you said made me think of that story and, and all that.
0: Yeah, that's good. It made me think back to the story about... Um, you know he he talks about the yeast of Herod, yeast of Pharisees after the, the feeding of the five thousand or four thousand whatever it was, and you know who was it that he asked, um, or the guy that said you know it would take so many wages, so many months wages or years wages to feed the people. He, again, he reverted to that. What do I see? But I think there was a there was a sense of fear. It says, well, it's it's getting late. They haven't eaten. Let's send them home. You know, we don't want all these people to be hungry. We want them to go without. Maybe we don't want them to be upset with us for keeping them here for so long and, mm-hmm. and them not being, you know, it's like, it's, it's 12 o'clock and you're still preaching, Jesus. It's time for lunch. You know, don't you know how this works? And so, you know, they there may have been a root of fear there of what are we going to do? How are we going to make this happen? And that's what happens when we source from our soul, from our mind, will, and emotions. But by what we see and by what we hear and what we think, I see this situation. It doesn't look good. I can't affect this situation. I don't have the resources or the power to make this happen. And so my my initial reaction is, um, I don't know how to do this. So let's just make them go take care of it themselves. You know. So there's this I can't meet this need situation happening. And so I think oftentimes we look at the state of the nation or the state of our city or the state of our neighborhood, even the state of our family or our work environment. And we see unbelief, you know, we see people who are, um, who persecute or, I mean, maybe not use that word, but who are hostile towards Christianity. And maybe we begin to feel hopeless about how we're ever going to impact and affect our environments. Mm -hmm. But it's not about resorting to power or um, resorting to you know implementing rules and trying to change behavior, but it's really just knowing that the kingdom functions on a different level the right this kingdom math yep. thing that you're you're talking about it only takes a little bit and God can do a lot with that right yeah so at um, let me kind of take a turn. you had said something, Casey um, about or through that quote, it said we're citizens of heaven. Mm-hmm. And so just in the context of kingdom living, and granted that scripture does say that we're citizens of heaven, right? We're, I mean, we're seated in Christ in the heavenly realms, right? Set your heart on things above, set your mind on things above. You're you're there spiritually, positionally, you're in Christ in the spirit. And so we're living. And I might be talking a little bit about this on Easter Sunday, talking about the resurrected life and, and living resurrected. But the truth is that, you know, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation, old is gone, the new has come. I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. And so this life here that we live in the flesh, we don't, we're not to live by sight. We're not to live by worldly principles and worldly understanding, but we are citizens of heaven and it, and is it safe to say we're living from heaven, but we're manifest on earth, right? I mean, this is where we're to live from, right? I mean, how do how do we wrap our mind around that? How do we wrap our mind around being seated with Christ, citizens of heaven, but we're still sojourning through this world, through the world? How do how do we reconcile that? Anybody have any thoughts?
2: Yeah, I'd love we were just talking a little bit about that whole. I think it's faith, the goodness of God. I'd love to hear your your thoughts on that a little bit. How? That yeah.
3: Well, I think that's the everyday struggle, right? We're we're here and we are still dealing with sin to whatever degree. And yet internally, you know, the spirit's been made new, but the, the soul, the mind, will emotion hasn't been totally been made new. You know, and so there's this this discrepancy. We're 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 here and yet we want to be there. There's a gap in life, and how does that gap get filled? Well, the gap gets filled by Jesus. The gap gets filled by the cross. The gap gets filled by grace. It's not by doing more, trying harder, doing better. We've all tried that. It doesn't work. We're not That's true. We're not talking about moral you know, improvement again. We're talking about life in the kingdom. And so it is, it's, it's faith in Jesus, meaning I've got it here, yet I don't see it out there. But as we've all been talking about some of our stories, a lot of the, the life change is not just... Um, it's not bam now. Even though God does that, and that's amazing, we see it in Scripture. We see it happen these days. But most of it is progressive. Yeah. Most of it's day by day. It's walking by faith, not by sight, which is step by step. And so, yeah, I think it's um, it's it's your 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 heart is set on heaven, and even Jesus prayed that. It's like, man, bring heaven. We're we're the vessels bringing. Yeah. You know, he wants to use our hands, our feet. He wants to partner with us and work with us to bring heaven to earth now. And so we're a part of that plan and working that out. Um, but it's a day-by-day, step-by-step faith, you know, in Jesus. that His grace is what fills that gap um, between kind of that discrepancy of where we're at now and where where we're headed. So I don't know, those are some yeah, initial just, thoughts.
2: Well, and then just we we shared... Yeah, I mean, I think that's right. And then the whole, I have faith in in the goodness of God, Mm -hmm. right? But it's not in the goodness of what I see maybe right now. And so I think that's, again, is that I may see something that looks totally out of sorts, Mm -hmm. but I'm rooted so much, I have this intimacy, this channel, I'm connected because of the Holy Spirit. Constantly, Jesus was pulling back, right, to be with the Father, Mm. right? What's He doing on the mountain? He's praying, He's the, the Father's pouring back love, telling him how much he loves him, giving him, you know speaking to him, wow. and he's living from that place, right? Yeah. And so, again, that's part of when I say I'm seated there. I better spend time thinking about that. I'm renewing my mind, right? Romans 12, 2, it's day by day. I'm telling myself the truth. One thing I think that, that gets me quickly is I may have a revelation of the truth here, the Spirit, but then quickly something gets my mind back mm. to thinking, and then I just... It's like I got to, again, tell myself the truth. Yeah. You no, know, I'm rooted, in, and it's just because I've believed so many lies for so Gosh, long, yeah. right? Right. And I think that's this fight of the mind that I've got, so God's good, that He's a good, good God, and I have faith to go after that, and I think the enemy's trying to take that down at all times. Yeah, and yeah. I think
1: that that's a, that's part of the yeast of the Pharisees, what? Bringing in law, morality like we're talking about, making it issues of good and bad rather than issues of the spirit. of kingdom, right? Yeah. So it's 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 what you do. Do this, do that, do this, do that. And it's lies. And like we my, my favorite, the truth will set you free. And if you are bound in areas of your life, it is because you were believing lies. It could be for anything from the world, mm-hmm. the world's perspective of Christianity, believing what the world tells us about Christianity. And then also not guarding our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus against those that are in the Christian faith, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. that are leading people astray. And so these lies, and Matthew, I'm, I'm there with you on that, man. I believed lies for a very long time. And it was a great source of frustration in my life because I was believing things that weren't... That that by all means, like by you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's good. Don't do this, don't do that. You know, that's that's good. You think about you know, but but I was believing that and setting my hope and hanging my change on what my conduct was, rather than the thing that caused my conduct to change, which therefore made me different from everybody else. Which and is so, Christ, you're right? And so power. lies, lies, lies. It's the you know, and you, you, I do have to you know, even now. I mean, of course, with everybody, we have to. Okay what a, stop for a second all right get quiet for a second and then revitalize yourself in the truth meditate on the truth meditate on mm-hmm. god your relationship to god you know and the positional sanctification that you're in you know what i mean that yeah. op, and i love what sam said operating from not from what did you, from position. You're operating from position, not from uh
0: performance. Performance. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's it's good. position, not performance. And I was man, that changed man. I had I had to text him the next day after that podcast and was like, Bro, that seriously changed a lot of things in my life, operating from position where I am rather than trying to perform to the position yeah, yeah. is perform from position. So another way to say mm. that I, I
2: fight from a place of victory. Right. I'm not defeat. I am victorious and I'm gonna now live that out. Right,
1: right and we're not talking about and you know victory comes in small things and it comes in different ways you know what i mean although sometimes it seems like defeated or you sin or whatever you know oh man i'm defeated well you know victory we have the, the ultimate the final say is not on based on my conduct performance anything like it, it the victory is god's man the, the battle is the lords man we're just vessels swinging this axe you know what i mean that's okay i'm just going to start swinging this sword that's all but the victory is the lords you yeah. know
0: so i um I'd like to try and give one practical example of what is true in heaven and how do we believe that as true here on earth so that it changes our mentality. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I I think about this and gosh, Sam did a fantastic job one day. I mean, that guy, he's, he's gifted. Obviously we, we love him. He's such an encourager, but he uh, one day we went and sat down at the anchor to eat, and I was just in a really—you remember this very disgruntled part of my life? Oh yeah, where I was like, oh yeah, I remember. That. I was not <laughs> you. Everybody were you? Would not it
2: yourself? Not, was that last week, Casey? Or? No, no. <laughs> I think we're going back a little further. Yeah, enough.
0: two weeks ago. No, and I—I was—I just was having issues, man, and just bitter and struggling and unhappy, and so I was telling him all about it. And he was just like, bro, he was just like, you've got some strongholds, man. He said, we we need to attack those strongholds. And all he did was very simply apply the truth of the word of God to my situation. And I literally had no ground to stand on. Mm-hmm. And I just wept because I had ultimate freedom in that moment. Like, yeah. you're right. The stronghold the enemy set up in my mind simply crumbled. I mean, it, it was demolished, right? Mm-hmm. It demolishes every argument and pretense that sets itself up against it's the knowledge, the knowledge of, God. of God. And so, you know, all I needed was a truth about who God is, the a truth about who Christ is, a truth about the kingdom, kingdom truth applied to my worldly situation. And so there are, there are certain truths yeah. you know and 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 so we think about Jesus saying, "Your will on earth as it is in heaven." So there is a reality in heaven, right? There's a there's the Father's will in heaven that's being acted out. I mean, it's implemented; it's reality. But He's saying, "Well, to bring that will to earth, so that it's the same, mm-hmm. so that there is a a, a um, mirror or a mirror image, right? The exact image." Of the will of the Father in heaven, but here on earth, that there's a there's an alignment, there's a connecting of that, yeah. and so how it's do him. we how do we tap into that practically to implement that even on a daily basis? I mean, is it does it boil, does it boil down to being renewed by or transformed by the renewing of your mind? I mean, is it really does it happen through the soul? Yeah, we were Rama
2: yeah Rama Jason you know we gear we were talking last night a little bit. the faith comes by what hearing so we want to break hearing, that down a little by the bit. word
3: yeah faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so a lot of times it's we we've, we've heard and yet we're not hearing continually the word mm, that's good and so we if we're trying to live on what we knew you know a year ago or ten years ago whether it's Something somebody missed her. The, you know the word of God, but it it probably what happened is we leak, yeah. a, and we yeah. we need to be filled again, and so it's that hearing the word is where faith comes. Um, but I think a practical application, just off the top of my head, is is the difference between being um, identity. We were talking about this before, but do we see ourselves as sons and daughters, or do we see ourselves mm-hmm. as yeah. You know, visiting. You know, if we're walking into the house, you know, walking into our parents' home, let's say, and uh, if we're visitors, well, we don't have the same rights. We just can't go to the fridge and open it up and take the steak out or whatever we want. But if it's the father's house, if this is our father's, this is our parents' home,
1: I do whatever I want. Do whatever we want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But clean up after yourself. Yeah.
3: You know. And so, if I'm a son, I have access, and if I see myself, but so often. I see myself as, uh, um, Gosh, and I, I am broken. I am, there are there are things that are messed up about me because of the sin issue, but how do I see myself through the lens of Jesus Christ again? Because in Jesus, I mean, it's, he talks about it, John. Jesus says these words that the same way that the Father loves me, I'm loving you. That is huge. blow your mind profound. Yeah. That means... I'm literally God's favorite, Mm -hmm. and so are you. (laughs) And nothing gets diminished in his love. It's that big, it's that wide, it's that. it's that huge. It's like a
0: parent having multiple children. The love just continues to multiply. You don't give all your love to the firstborn, And then the second one's kind of like, well, but I'm out of love. Yeah. You don't run out. But you
1: do love them differently because they're uniquely because, because your children are different and they need different, they have different needs, but the love is the, the the concept of the love is the same, but the application of that love to that child is different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think there, there's a powerful word here and I just want to give this to, to you at the table and to the listeners as well. just, in, in considering the truth that we are children of God. So in John, this is one of my favorite John uh, chapter one. This is one of my favorite verses is to those who believe he gave the right to become children of God, not born of a husband's will or of a man's decision, so to speak, um, but born of God. And so, um, also in, uh, I think it's in First John, and yeah. it says something about being, what great love the Father has love for us that yeah. we should be called children of God, and so we are. Yeah, that's if what in, we are. If,
1: if indeed. Period. What did he say after that? If, in, and if so indeed we are, we're in Christ. If indeed
0: you, you are in Christ. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so hear this as a believer. You have faith in Jesus Christ. You know the gospel. You know, you... He has done for you what you cannot do for yourself. He's rescued you from the pit. I mean, we we all have a story about how Christ has intervened and reached in and pulled us out of something that, I mean, we were on our way to death. I mean, he's he's good, and he's pulled us out. Um, And so, considering yourself a son, in the context of a good father on earth, I could call my dad right now and say, hey, dad, I need to talk. Well, what's wrong, son? I'm just having some issues. I need, you know, I need some love. I need, I need some hope, Dad. What, you know, He's gonna love me the way I need to be loved. Amen. And there's some. I think there's some people who are afraid to go to God and really seek something from Him because they don't well, yeah. think that He's gonna accept them. And you need to know that you can go to Him and He's a good Father and He's gonna give you exactly what you need in that moment. Yeah. You know, That's... I get, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting emotional because it's such a beautiful image that I don't think people really. Well, it, it trumps it trumps everything
1: you know what i mean it it is it is Above all and through you know when you love you are of God because God is love love is the central aspect of what we should be operating from at all times it's the, it 's the it is what makes us different. it is what keeps us out of the yeast of Pharisees it is because the Pharisees had no love except for love of the self politics has no love except for the love of power. the thing that separates us in the yeast and the, of the kingdom of God is love and love itself yeah. you know and that is that is ultimate that 's it what right. is the gold the golden rule I hate using that concept or that that term, but literally love others as you would love yourself you know and even more so you know what I mean and to operate with the love of Jesus can you imagine above all things you know he had a mission to die but the propelling force behind that was the deepest sense of love you know the deepest sense of position in God what he's talking about, where he went to at yeah. all times. It was the love of the father that drove him to do what he did, you know? And and so in my life, if I'm afraid, if I have fear, what perfect love casts out all fear. So if I'm operating from a place of fear, I'm not going to be able to accomplish what needs to be accomplished th- th- because I'm not operating from love. Love yeah. is the propelling, powerful force that that was able to get Jesus through the cross and even ultimately through drinking the last bit of wrath in the cup of God was Love, like, can you imagine a love that just focused and dedicated, you know, that you have that you give up everything of yourself for somebody else? That's love, that's a choice, you know what I mean? The driving factor behind all of our life has to be love. It has to be love, and that's the way the kingdom is manifesting.
2: Well, that's, I think, just so the practical point here, we're trying to look at something. What are we taking away? I'm saying the, the way the yeast comes in, I renew my mind every day, I'm a child of God. Yeah. That I don't have to work. That today, that's the yeast. I think we could meditate a lot. That's our Lord's prayer, Father, our Father, and that I just, Lord, I'm not coming today to perform. I'm coming as Matthew Pinter, Your Son. I'm going to be here today. I'm, to, you know, I think that's a yeast. That's something that's going to take a lot of renewing, right? Because of the okay. culture around us. I think that's such a. Fundamental, it's deep, it's profound, yeah. and yet pretty basic. And not it?
3: just thinking it, but uh, faith often we see in Scripture is spoken. Mm-hmm. You right. know, we see the power of the Word of God spoken from Genesis all the way through Scripture. And one of the most powerful ways to renew the mind and to get something down in the heart so we're actually... not just hearing truth but believing truth is speaking that over our lives Mm -hmm. you know confessing that over our lives on a regular basis I guarantee you if the next year we would say that I'm a son of God and I'm dearly loved and we remind ourselves that on a continual basis
1: there will be change yeah. within the next year, I mean Jesus prophesied into his own life, man right Where he said he said, behold, I have overcome the world, but he hadn't overcome that yet, you yeah. know what I mean he wasn't he did the the work wasn't completed, but he spoke it into his own life, he said, yeah. no, 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 I overcame, you know what I mean yeah and so and so the, yeah I, yeah man, at that right there just hard charging you know what i mean oh i will i will overcome you know and, and mm-hmm. be an overcomer through christ jesus man yeah that's great yeah that's great
0: well it's about that time folks it's good stuff thanks guys it's good stuff yeah,
1: it's awesome yeah i, th- thank I you feel guys. like we talked more than they talked is that bad you guys I don't are the show, hosts. You guys
2: are making the money I don't even here, right? It. <laughs> <laughs> it's your deal. We are raking in, in the dough. In bro. Faith, salty dogs. Yeah, we can't. We can't talk about
3: be a top we, podcast. <laughs> we
0: we can't talk about yeast without talking about raking in all that dough.
3: Yeah, go ahead and rate, <laughs> rate this. and you know.
0: Yeah. So, man, thank you guys so much. It's been it's been great, Matthew. Thank you so yep. much, Jason. Thanks for being uh, man. on on the. Uh, well just popping in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, been a blast. And one it's
1: been good. One last final thought. Whoever's listening, it's okay to just chill. You know, it's okay. Give us this day our daily bread, not tomorrow, not anything else. Just right right here for this day, today. As long as it's called today. That's
0: so. a good that's a good word, Casey. Thank you guys. Yeah, can I pray? So,
1: I
2: just felt some faith just to pray for the people listening. Is that, all yeah, right? yeah, man, on yeah. that Just absolutely would love to bless just that we'd walk in this um sonship yeah so jesus we we thank you god and um jesus we just pray for whoever's listen and in our own hearts god um jesus we we just we choose to not walk in performance today yeah and we choose to just by faith receive you and just rest mm-hmm. in your presence and god we um, pray that no fear would come yeah no yeast of control, whether it's from religion or politics, whatever. But Jesus, we would just have faith, and our hearts would be rooted in Jesus, in the kingdom, in the reality of the kingdom. So, God, I pray for every listener. Pray for the the source. Pray for the churches in which time we pray for kingdom thinking to manifest in their lives, Jesus, little by little. And so, I pray your
0: blessings on them today, Jesus.
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Definitely check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, Our handle is at SaltyDogsCast. You can sign up for email newsletter. You can do that from our Facebook page. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Casey.